Music, one of life's greatest pleasures, has tremendous power. The power to bring a tear to the eye or quiet a racing mind. Music also has the power to heal and has been used through the ages to treat depression, create energy, induce sleep, relieve chronic pain, reduce stress, and even cure diseases. And now, musician and author Michael Tyrrell has created Whole Tones, the Healing Frequency Music Projects. These frequencies were studied in the music of King David and believed to have astounding healing effects. Now you can benefit from this revitalized ancient healing music therapy simply by listening daily to this music in the comfort of your own home, car, or office. Reward yourself with the gift of healing and transformation. Don't miss this opportunity to get an absolutely free sample of this music so that you can begin benefiting right away. Just visit WholeTonesLive.com and get a free sample of these soothing, relaxing, revitalizing musical tones. Visit WholeTonesLive.com today for your free sample. That's W-H-O-L-E-T-O-N-E-S Live.com. WholeTonesLive.com. Blog Talk Radio. This is the Naked Talk with Alex Okoji. It's all about straight talk with some of the biggest global icons, leaders, entertainers, motivational speakers, authors, life coaches, relationship experts, social advocates, and extraordinary friends as they treat themselves their experiences, and share their unfiltered thoughts about life issues. I believe in stripping the lies and empowering the mind through the freedom of expression. I'm unapologetic about being open, so I motivate my guests to tell it like it is, and help my listeners build a presence of mind while finding their voice. So it's all about the best in authentic conversations, with real people about real life experiences. So let's keep it unfiltered, unscripted, uncensored, and uncut. You're welcome to today's episode. Hi, 
and welcome to another Talk Wednesday on the Naked Talk with Alex Akurzi. And yes, you're listening to the Duchess Alex Akurzi of Nigeria. Yay! Okay, guys, you know how excited I get every week on this show. And that's because I kind of really like being here connecting with you and building, you know, deep conversations with you, you know, you listeners. And it's nice, you know, get on this week on the Naked Talk. We had such a great show. Yes, um, on Talk Wednesday, I had my guest. Talk so much about, um, you know, just uh, uh, the things that go on online, you know, online affairs and uh, um, quite a bit, you know. And so it was very interesting to sort of have her share, you know, her wisdom. And uh, we had an extensive conversation. Now, if you missed the shows, don't forget, after today's show, you can uh, simply get on the radio channel, of course, and listening to on-demand shows. Yes, listen, listen to the podcast. Or you can catch it on Stitcher. I mean, if you if you if you want to those who hang around on Stitcher or TuneIn or iTunes, of course, you can catch the podcast on on Stitcher, on TuneIn and iTunes. And um, yes, you know, catch up what you missed. Or you can go to my official website, www.alexacurity.me, and click on radio and of course listen to. Um, uh, yes, recent episodes. Now today, you know, just before we get on to today's show, uh, this episode of The Naked Talk is brought to you by our friends at Hevolution Magazine. Yes, they're all about giving your hair a voice and um, bringing to you the hair side of life. And um, yes, uh, you can check them out at www.hevolutionmagazine.com. And um, our friends at the Tony Okorji store, yes, you can catch them also. Uh, it's all about great, you know, the best in intellectual property books, music, movies, events, top, top-notch top events, and a lot more, you know, in intellectual property. You can catch them at uh, com, And, of course, QTV Entertainment and Events. Uh, QTV is all about the best and authentic uh, events, top-notch events. You can check them out at com. And, yes, Share Your Closet, the Share Your Closet charity event, hashtag SYC. It's all about empowering widows and uh, the less privileged living in slum areas. And, of course, if you are feeling very charitable and you're all about being philanthropic, then please, um, it's very important to empower the people and share, you know, whatever you can with them. And this is being hosted by Jacob Paul Foundation and the QTB event company. And, yeah, so, hey, guys, it's Talk Wednesday. And, you know, I can't wait to have great conversation with my guest. Um, ah. She's, you know, some people refer to her as the queen of love, and she proves that, you know, churning out love songs after love songs, you know, the kind that calls us out and reaps our soul with her riveting voice. And everyone who's come in contact with her will tell you that this loving woman who paved the way for contemporary female artists in Nigeria with her Afro rhythm and soul uh, is none other than the amazing, I call her amazing because it's just so much, and I don't want to say too much, you know, I don't want to give away too much. Uh, but, you know, she's a Nigerian singer, she's a writer, she's a, a, she's a director at Kosa. Kosa is a copyright society of Nigeria. And um, she's, a, you know, she's a publisher of Revolution Magazine. So you see, you know, we have royalty and she's known as a queen. Um, she's, a known, she's known as a queen of love. Uh, I think our guest is here. Hello, Azizat. Hi, are you here? Uh, yeah, Hello? I'm here. Can you hear me? <laughs> yes, I can. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Okay, first of all, Hi. first Hi. of all, let me just say welcome to the Naked Talk with Alex Okoruchi. I'm just so honored to have you here on the show. Like, you know, we've been waiting for this great day. So we have the red carpet rolled out. 
Ta-da. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My head is yes, you know, we knew the queen was coming, so we had to set up the red carpet. Ta-da. Gag, gag. Okay. And, and, and I'm with the queen of naked expressions. <laughs> so the queen of naked expressions yes, becomes the queen of love. Right. So we're going to have a very royal yes, show today. Yes. Serious royalty in the house. Yes. Okay, just you know, before let, let let's talk. I know because a lot of our listeners are probably they can't wait, and um, you know we we'll talk about love. You know, everyone refers to you as the queen of you know. But who is for the sake of those who may not have come across? I mean, for those listening all around the world, um, I mean in Nigeria, <laughs> anybody who is crazy about entertainment knows who you are. I mean, come on, like seriously. But you know, for the sake of you know, even at that, some people just know you as a singer, but they don't really know so much about you know the other parts and the other spheres of your life, or who exactly as Isaac Allen is beyond the celebrity. So, who would you say? Um, how would you describe Isaac as a person? How would you describe her? Um, I, I will. I will. I hope I, I didn't sound like a cliche. Yeah, I'll describe Isaac as. Um, a fun-loving, God-bearing person, uh, but um, beyond that, I, I will also describe myself as uh, um, someone who just loves to be, you know, simplicity is actually my my watchword, you know, in life. Mm. I try to keep it simple. Um, mm-hmm. I, 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 I discovered that it makes me more comfortable with life, and mm-hmm. then I, I, I mm-hmm. think I feel that that's how God wants it. You keep things simple mm. so that you are in tune with nature. Yeah. So I, I, and I, I that's me as a person. Mm. Mm. I mean, that's true. I mean, I've come across you personally, so I know how down to it. You're very, what, what, when they say someone who's very earthy, you're very down to it, um, mm. very accessible. And you know, that's, I mean, that's how I see you personally. But, you know, let's talk, let's, let's get on to talk about love. You know, love is, love is a subject that, you know, everyone can relate to. You know, it's a universal subject. It's a universal language. You know, we're talking mm, about love today. Mm. Love is a universal language. And, um, mm. you know, you're one of those people who've, who've been tagged the queen of love. Now, let me ask you, mm. what does love mean to you? What would you say love means to you? How would you describe what What is love to you? Um, in all honesty, there, were, there was a time in life that I was trying to you know, find a perfect definition for love, and I, I have given up. I, I just believe that uh, when you find it, you know, knowing love must make you comfortable. Love, love must must accommodate your being yourself. You know, love must nurture and nourish who you are, and also help you to become a better person. I think just thinking that is I and I know that there is a difference between being in love and loving and falling falling in love and loving someone. You know, I that the falling in love is the crazy part where uh, most of the time God forgives me. That is my belief. I believe one ends in one disaster or the other. God forgives me. That's my belief. But loving someone is 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 a is an entire process. Yes. You know, you don't ever stop, you know, improving on your skills as a lover, improving on yourself as a person so that you can add better value to the person you say you love. It's always a process. It doesn't ever stop. The day it stops, the day, the day there is a problem. You understand? Yeah. You know, it just mm-hmm. has to keep on 
it's actually a lottery process. I, I agree with you. The lottery, yeah. Mm, mm, yeah. Mm. Okay, you know, you you share the same philosophy that I share about, you know, it's always very confusing mm. when we say you're in love with someone and you love someone. And for me, I've always mm-hmm. thought that, you know, to love somebody is much deeper than to be in love because to be in love seems, you know, more, almost like a, a brief um temporary feeling of passion or lust or do you understand and that's something mm-hmm. that feels like it's almost a feeling it's almost a feeling that like a fire that choice that will just shoot through and die sorry <laughs> sorry I, I, honestly I, that is how I feel and I think I have seen circumstances that have you know kind of um, on, on the like, cemented that belief in me mm. you know okay we'll, we'll talk about those circumstances okay, I can hear you mm, Hello, can yeah. you hear me Okay, yeah, so, so, I mean, so, so, yeah, what, what I'm listening, go ahead. The difference for me, yes? No, go ahead, please, go ahead, please. The, the, the difference for me is this, that um, I, I always tell young people that want to go into relationships or, like, looking into marriage, I say, look, don't tell me you fell in love with somebody and you want to marry, forget it, it will work. But find with your head. Find somebody, you know, do the tutors to make sure it's the perfect thing, you know, and then, you know, go through, start, start the process, you know, the, the, the process of discovery, the process of learning to know the person, the other person, the person learns to know, I mean, the person also you know, gets to know you better and all of that, you know, that's mm-hmm. just, mm-hmm. that is what works when it comes to a long lasting relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about um, um, what you, you know, how you feel about love and what love means to you. So let me ask you this: How did you you earn the title Queen of Love? I mean, I don't. Can you say, can you run that by me again? Did you hear me? I said. Um, I mean, I have an idea of how this happened, but for the sake of our listeners, could you let us know how you earned the title Queen of Love? I, yeah, it, 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 the truth is, uh, I, it was given to me by, you know, people kept on asking me, why do you always think about love? And it was, I think it, it was just absolutely coincidental. You know, I, I mm. you know, people kept on asking me that. And every, every time someone asks me that question, I am surprised, I'm shocked. I, I, I'm taking a back, like, okay, so, is it that true? You know, I'm, I keep on turning out one love song or the other. I realize that I actually love, you know, singing about love, I'm in love with love. I, I think I was nurtured, you know, by love. <laughs> so, you know, so that's how I was able to earn that uh, title, you know, with all humility. Are you there? Hello, yes, I can there? hear you, sorry. Yes, I can hear you. Okay. Can okay. you hear me? Yeah. Yes, I can. Okay. Um, um, okay, so let, let me, and, and let me say this, you know, I mean, this is based on, you know, um, I mean, my father works very closely with you and your husband, and he's always, you know, he always gushes about you, and he would say stuff like, oh, you know, I've never heard her say one negative thing about someone. She's always so loving, always so this, always so that. And, you know, I've had my personal experience as well, so I guess you were probably not telling me so much love that. You know, all the beautiful songs you were, you know, just bringing out and just about love and all of that. And, yeah. But, um, so, you know what? I mean, there's so much to talk about. I know that, you you know, there are a lot of things you are, you love, <laughs> that you're passionate about and you love. But just before we, um, 
you know, get to some of those things, how about we take like a quick, quick commercial break and we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Naked Talk with Alex Okoroji. You're listening to the Naked Talk. It's so uncensored. She keeps it real. She keeps it straight. She tells it like it is no matter who's afraid to bear. <laughs> You're listening to the Naked Talk with Alex Okoroji. Autographed copy of The Naked Experience by Alex Okoroji from Timid Girl to Confident Woman. It will make you laugh, it will make you cry, it will make you cuss, but most of all, it will be a great resource for you and your loved ones. Log on to www.alexokoroji.net to reserve your copy and win two VIP tickets to the book tour and match. Okay, we're back. If you're just tuning in, this is the Naked Talk with Alex Okoroji. And yes, I'm broadcasting, you know, live from Lagos, Nigeria. Um, you know, wherever you think you're listening from around the world, uh, this is all about authentic conversations with real people, uh, you know, to empower minds. And, um, you know, just before we went on the commercial break, I was talking to my guest, Azizat Allen. She's a Nigerian singer, writer. She's uh, one of the directors um, at the Copyright uh, Collective Society of Nigeria, Copyright Collective Society of Nigeria. And, of course, she's a publisher. She's, you know, a publisher of the very famous Evolution magazine. And she's, you know, she's the queen of love. You know, a lot of people call her the queen of love here in Nigeria because, you know, she tunes, you know, she, she practically writes um, um, Afro-Rhythm and Soul. You know, her songs are very, you know, R&B, Rhythm and Soul, but from, you know, an afro um, concept, you know, from the African concept, and uh, she's pretty much, you know, a sweet person, all about the love, and so today on the show, of course, we're talking about all about the good love, and we have so much to talk about, actually, you know, her perspective, her thoughts on love, what love means, I mean, she was all went on a commercial break about love, and uh, what it means to her, and, um, you know, there's so much to talk about, actually, there's pretty interesting stuff, you know, lined up and, you know, um, I think we lost our guest, but I'm waiting for her to get back on the show. And, of course, um, we're going to be talking. Uh, so, yeah, for those you know, for a lot of people, you know, uh, finding a life partner who stays is usually a difficult task for most female entertainers around the world. I mean, if you look at Hollywood, Bollywood, you know, Nollywood, <laughs> wherever, you know, female, female entertainers, it's very difficult to find a partner who stays. But, uh, you know, this multi-talented Nigerian songbird, as is that, is a woman who's been lucky in love 15 years and counting. Even though she may sometimes yearn for what most married women want. And I want us to talk about those things. We actually have a lot to talk about. Now, I know she's crazy about, uh, she's crazy in love. You know, she has a crazy love for music and, you know, writing and poetry and hair. And there's a lot to talk about and a lot we can learn. You know, there's some people who, um, I was going to ask her, you know, the love songs that she writes. And, and like she said, she has, um, she had a 
uh, a perception, her her own presentation of what love really is. And she did share that based on some experiences. And we're going to, we're, we're going to talk about those experiences. Um, so, um, you know, I'm waiting for my guests to kind of get back on the show. Um, and then we'll take, you know, we'll, we'll continue with our conversation. But don't go anywhere. We're still here. We're still live. Uh, how about we take a quick commercial break? And uh, we'll be back. QTAB Events, your one-stop shop for A-class events and entertainment, international artist management and promotion, logistics management, project management, and brand enhancement, with affiliates across South Africa, UK, Benin Republic, Togo, Ghana, Ivory Coast, Burkina Faso, and Cameroon. Won't you rather let our dynamic team treats you like the respectable clients that you are, taking away the stress from your business. Taking away the stress from your business. Yes. It's a long story. 
Yeah, you can hear me. Hello? Yeah, I can hear you. We can hear you. Okay. I can hear you. So I get it's you. a long story. I started singing R&B before I could speak English. And uh, <laughs> that was when I was very small, very, very small. I, uh, you know, I, I, grew, I, I guess I grew up around a lot of um, radio, you know, music, and I was hearing a lot of R&B songs, and I, was, I fell in love with them. And then one day I was watching TV, and I saw Oyekon Wino on TV, and I fell in love with uh, you know, the idea of being an artist. Yeah, and then after that, um, you know, through secondary school, you know, you know, we had this habit of always writing lyrics on a notebook, one long notebook. You write lyrics. In short, a lot, a lot. I didn't hear a lot of songs at a point in my life. I was only hearing, I only knew the songs that were sung to me by my classmates. I. In short, so I heard some songs years after, you know, I I knew well, I I used to perform those songs at um, at uh, literary and debating events and all that, you know. So you know those those you know those that that was how you know I grew into music and then you know I got admission into uh, Moshira Bella Polytechnic. I I met some boys. I was the only girl in their midst, and uh, we were touring clubs and schools. You know, we were called the West Coast Family. And then I heard mm-hmm. about um, 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 Ayani Marshall's um, Girls Night Out, and uh, I okay. took part. I guess that out. I, that was how I met uh, Shiyami and the rest is history. Mm, okay. Uh, just before we get to the rest is history, the history <laughs> that is now the present. Let's talk about some of your songs. I mean, there are two songs that I'm such a big fan of. I know you're laughing, but there are two songs I'm such a big I mean, there are lots of songs you have. Uh, but, you know, there's one, there are two major songs I remember that were such big hits at the time. You know, I mean, you're one of those people who... But, you know, in terms of the female, you, you started, you kind of paved the way for a lot of uh, Nigerian female artists because we didn't have that many at the time that you were singing. We'll talk about what year was that, like 1999 or so? Like, 90, what year was that? Yes, yes, yes. Correct me. Okay, okay. But, okay, there are two songs, and I, I, I want to talk about the story behind those songs. There is um, Lonely World, right? <laughs> and then yes, there's Hold yes. Now those two different songs. Obviously, there's two companies. There's one that says, you know, there's one that talks about this lonely world, and there's this other one. What was the mindset? What were you thinking when you wrote those songs or when you performed those songs? Because um, I know a lot of people who loved listening to lonely world, and you know, what was the thought behind that song? You know, the lyrics of this. I like to, you know, dig deep into what you were thinking. What you were was thinking. that lonely world or um, hold on? Same song, right? No, no, so I think, is it Lonely World you are talking about or Hold On? Well, the two songs, the two different songs, the two different songs. I wanted to know what you were thinking, know what you were thinking, feeling, those two different, but they kind of have the same, um, what's it called? You, I mean, when you're speaking to this, I, I want you to tell us the story, the backstory between those songs, how you came up recording them and how that happened. Oh, I think we just lost our guest. Okay, uh, well, we just lost Azizad, but I'm sure she's going to get back into the show. Um, if you're just tuning in, this is Still the Naked Talk with Alex Sikorsi. And, you know, we've been talking. Uh, Azizad told us, you know, just basically shared her concept about love and um, how she, who she is as a person, um, you know, as an artist. I mean, as an artist or as a person, sorry. And, um, you know, we're talking some more just before we lost her. But, hey, guys, don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. You know, this is... 
the major talk um, here is uncensored, very unscripted. There are no scripted questions. We're just having talk conversation. It's really about, and I, like I've always said, I feel like if we talk some more, then, you know, about real deep relevant issues, then we, we won't be so ignorant about a lot of things. So really, um, it's unscripted here, very uncensored, very unfiltered, very uncaught. So anything can happen. We just lost that, but I'm sure it's a connection. We're definitely going to get her right back. And, and yes, you're listening. This is all live. Um, yes. So, uh, you know, just as we were talking before, um, um, as I said, I was saying that um, there's so much to talk to her about. You know, we're definitely going to talk to her about her crazy love for music, for writing, for poetry, for hair, and so much more. And then, of course, we're going to discuss, you know, the kind, there's one particular kind of love that I know that, you know, she's probably yet to experience. And, um, you know, I'm definitely looking forward to having that conversation. Uh, but you know what? Just, yeah, how about we take a quick commercial break and we'll be back. It's unscripted. It's unfiltered. It's uncaught. National Artist Management and Promotion, Logistics Management, Project Management, and Brand Enhancement, with affiliates across South Africa, UK, Benin Republic, Togo, Ghana, Ivory Coast, Burkina Faso, and Cameroon. Won't you rather let our dynamic team treat you like the respectable clients that you are, taking away the stress from your business? Taking away the stress from your business. Okay, guys, we're back. This is still the Naked Talk with Alex Gurji. And you know, you know, one thing with live shows is that everything is so in real time. Like, like everything is so powerful. Like, it's all you can feel. It. You know, if say something properly, like you can see, you hear everything. So we're still trying to um, get our guests to, you know, get right back 
into the show. Oh God, <sighs> you know how this thing is. If you're ju- if you're just tuning in, know that um, you can call into the show. Oh my man has Jesus. How did I ever miss that? Oh God, you know every show is just so different. Anyway, um, the number to call in if you're you know if you want to join this conversation, the number to call in is plus one two one five three eight three three seven six six. The number to call in is plus one two one five three eight three three seven six. And yes, we can talk about the good love. It's all about the good love with our guest, and you know we're just gonna basically get a, you know some insight into her life and what's happening, and you know what love really means to her. And in terms of you know love, not just as um, in within her relationship, but love also as it as it relates to her career, to her spirituality, her life. Um, and a lot of other things as well. Um, so, um, work, business, um, her beliefs, her spirituality, and her relationships, you know, um, with the people, you know, um, close to her. Oh, yeah, there's certainly quite a number of people tuned into the show. So, yes, um, while we're waiting for our guests to get back, connect back into the show, um, it's all about the good love. Like I said, you know, you can get into the chat room. Don't forget, um, you can chat your, you know, send your messages in and they'll be read on the show. And um, you can tweet, don't forget, you can tweet at Alex Okoji and hashtag the Naked Talk. Um, and, of course, your contributions will be read on the show. And, uh, or, of course, you can, you know, call into, if you're calling out of the United, calling outside the United States, you have to add plus one, please. So it's 215-383-3766, plus one, 215-383-3767. Now, let me tell you, you know, just a little bit backstory about Aziza, um, just before she gets back into the show. Um, if you're just tuning in, we've been talking to our guest, she's a Nigerian singer. Um, I call her the songbird. <laughs> you know, people call her the queen of love, but I call her the songbird. And, you know, she's pretty, very artistic. She loves cartoons. Um, she's a writer, you know, a great writer as well, and um, a publisher. And, um, you know, just basically meeting her one-on-one, you never tell that, you know, you know, especially when you're connecting, when you're hanging out with um, a lot of celebrities. And I say this because, I'm, the, you know, being an actor and being in the entertainment industry, it's very easy to have a perception of people and just who they are, you know, in real life. But she's really, really what you would call an earthy, down-to-earth person. And, you know, very loving all the way down, you know. So when, you know, she's one of those lovers, you know, she's a lover of the She's one of those people who always pleasant, always has nice things to say about people, and you know, pretty real as well. And this is what The Naked Talk is about. It's about keeping it real. It's about telling it like it is. It's about stripping all the lies and just being open and transparent and there and embracing who you really are. And, you know, what we, what I always say is that this is the one place where you can feel comfortable about being who you are, being yourself. Um, it's about keeping it real. It's about being naked, no cover-ups, you know, just accepting the truth about who you really are. And while, you know, we're waiting for Aziza to connect back, oh, my God, you know, um, right now we're trying to find out what the issue is, uh, wherever she is. Um, um, you know, we're talking about the good love. And so if you have, you know, what is what does love mean to you? I mean, as Lizette said to her, you know, about that love to her is, you know, not a feeling, so to speak. You know, she feels like it's a choice. Um, you know, she said that in different words, but, I mean, that's we kind of shared the same thoughts about love. And um, she's really earned that title because every song that she does is pretty connected to love and the people in your life. Okay, I think our guest is back on the show. Uh, uh, yes. Hi, that? I apologize to one night. I apologize to. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's fine. It's fine. You know, this, no, it's fine. You know, you're loyal to remember. I said we're having the queen of love on the show. 
know, these things do happen. And, you know, when the royalty keeps us up, we just wait, you know, wait for her royal carrier to get her back into the show. So, but how are you? I hope you're good. I'm very good. I'm very good. I'm very, very well, thank you. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yes, well, we're talking about, um, I don't know, there's a bit of in the background. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me now? Okay. I can hear you now. Um, we were, okay, okay, fine. Well, we're talking, we talked about, we were talking about, um, I said to you that you have two, two major songs that were major here in Nigeria at the time. Uh, Lonely World. Yeah. There's, there's some background. You know what? Is somebody, are you listening to the show from, are you listening to the show? Am I listening to the Hello? show from? Hello, I can hear you. Okay, are you listening to the show via another place? Let somebody else listen to it close to you. There's some feedback. I'm hearing feedback from somewhere. From here now? Yeah, like Mr. Alex. Can you hear me now? Is Is he he still there? I can hear you. Yes, like, no, it's not there. It's not there anymore. Okay. Wait, it's there. I think it's still there. Is Mr. Alan close by? Is he next to you? He's not no, next to you. Yes, but okay. it is not on. Okay, but, but, okay, so okay, it's fine. Let's go on. So we're talking about Lonely World. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, can you I hear can me? Hear you. Okay, yes, we're I talking about you. your song. We're talking about your song earlier, Lonely World and Hold On. And I said these were two major mm-hmm. songs that were real big hits out of um, your three. You know, I mean, there are other songs that were a lot of people do like, but I mean, personal hits for me. But I wanted to know, as a, because you're a writer and you love writing and you love music, what was the, what were you thinking when you wrote those two different songs? What was the mindset? Were you in the same mindset with those two songs, or were you feeling different things at the time? You know, because I mean, Lonely World, the impression you have is this lonely woman who was going through something and such last thing. But what were you thinking? What were you feeling? Well, at the for time? me, for me, yeah, for me, Lonely World started as a as a challenge, actually, because I wanted to okay. do a poem in that, you know, in, you know, that, you know, like when Mama was teaching me ABC, never told me a man would be my one, two, three. When Mama was showing me okay. how to, he never, you know, like it was just a poem that I wrote, mm-hmm. and then later on, I so uh, so um, I mean, it, a part of it all was also the fact that. Um, I wrote it long before I I I recorded it. I was the second mm-hmm. to what I wrote the song, and uh, mm-hmm. I, it was my mindset at the time. I, my mindset was always, you know, get be the go getter, try, you know, do everything to succeed in life. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, I found myself at certain point being lonely, you know, yearning for mm-hmm. the attention of boys and, you know, so, mm-hmm. so that, so once, once you listen to the song, that's what you see there. You know, the fact that, look, I, you know, I, I was so determined that I had thought that, you know, you know, success was going to be all, you know, for a woman, I wanted mm-hmm. to be successful and all of that. And, but inside mm-hmm. all of that, well, nobody told me that I would still need the attention of a boy. That's what that's that's behind Lonely World. But for Hold On, oh, wow. I didn't entirely write Hold On. Hold On was written okay. by um, Azadi, um, my, it, was my, it was my boss at the time, Azadi Anonsi. I was working okay. in the studio. 
I think he, he gave me an open mind to always be able to know that, you know, this thing, there are stages in relationships, and every stage is, every time there is time for you to move to another stage, it is also an avenue mm-hmm. for the relationship to break. To grow. Because you are not ready for, yes, you are not ready for, you, you, you are changing, is changing. And God, the Lord mm-hmm. relationships, you make sure he changes you to fit his next level. Now, the, the problem sometimes mm. is that one person changes before the other person. Mm. So when you are willing to change, there will definitely be friction. You know, mm. because now mm. we are dealing with somebody who was not there before. But God has mm. helped me mm. to be open to changes, you know, to also be open to his changes and my changes. And you know, that has always worked. But the, the truth is every time there is every time God says it's time to move on, every time God says it's, it's time to go to another level, there there must be a deep world. You know, because you the two of you have to access. Now now that is the essence of having a committed mind, a committed self, and having having the sense of commitment because you know, you just have to, it will be bad, it will be worse, but you just have to believe that there is light at the end of the tunnel and you, you have to hold on. Hmm. Hmm. Thank you, thank you for that, Queen of Love. No, it, and it's, I'm just hmm. saying it's right, you know, the thing is that people, are, people need to grow together, couples need to grow together. Like you just said, you know, yeah, yeah. most times people are going apart, one person is growing before the other. And because the other person isn't yeah. catching up, they feel like they no longer fit, you know, they no longer fit the puzzle. So it's nice to know that you yeah. have been basically, to put, it, to put it, you know, to put it lightly, growing together. You know, because I, I yeah, think I yeah, myself, yeah. you know. Well, it sounds romantic how, how, in your mouth, but it's not that romantic. There's what? <laughs> and you know, when you say growing together, it sounds romantic, but it is not romantic. Practically, it is not romantic. I know. <laughs> because there's all the fighting going on in between and the disagreements and yeah, trying yeah. to build understanding. Yeah. Yes, of course, it sounds romantic when I say growing yeah. together, but we know even growth is not easy. Growth is not easy because even a child yeah. who starts teaching, when a child wants to grow, you know, you know, to, they feel, they go through pain. Mm-hmm. You know, so I know that yeah. you know, growing is growing obviously has its challenges. Mm-hmm. Okay, but let's talk, about, let's talk about other fun things. Let's talk about hair. I know you, you, you love hair. And your love mm. for hair and writing, somehow you've been able to combine your love for hair and your love for writing and bring it to one mm. major place. You're doing a fantastic job, by the way, with your, your mm. you know, with your magazine. Your magazine, Hair Revolution magazine, is like one of the biggest hair magazines in Nigeria, if not in Africa itself. <laughs> Let's talk about it. And you know, I've been honored to be featured on that, you know, in that magazine. But let's talk about it. How, why did you start Evolution, you know, the magazine, the hair magazine. Why did you start that publication? Yeah, the truth is, uh, um, it's, it's not, it wasn't originally my idea. It was uh, Mr. Allen's mm. idea. You know, that, um, <laughs> you know, it was time for us to... Mr. Allen is your husband. husband. For the sake of the people who are listening, Mr. Yes. Allen is our husband. Um, <laughs> you know, we, all of us, are calling him Mr. Allen. that um, you know, it was time for us to you know, venture into publishing. 
which was one of my greatest dreams, actually, from mm. when I was small. I had always wanted to be a publisher. Mm. So it, it got probably used him to be the one to be my timekeeper and tell me that, okay, it's time for us to go into publishing. And then um, it wasn't easy. We started in 2010. No, we even started in 2009, writing down the idea and everything. So by the time we went into the field to, you know, be pitching the idea to me, um, uh, uh, potential investors. It was really, really a tight, you know, package. You know, we had we had mm-hmm. answers to all questions, but all of that was not translated into So it's been, been a stormy ride, you know, since 2010 when we actually, you know, when you know, uh, you know, when we when we did our first public publication, you know, mm-hmm. so now mm-hmm. it's been and less, but this time around we just decided on it. Any high, any high, no, just move by. A lot of mm-hmm. challenges uh, along the way, but you know, any high, any high, you know, we just want to, we, we, we just want to do what we, what we did with music. What you know, you know, you know, when we started music, you know, we, uh, the contemporary music as we know it now was not encouraged, mm-hmm. but you know, we, mm-hmm. we were able to sell it. So that's the mm-hmm. same thing we decided to do with. Um, to do with um, the hair industry. The hair, when, when you say you are a hair practitioner or you are a hair entrepreneur right now, it's not as glamorous as it should be. Mm-hmm. You understand? You know, I mean, hair people are creative people. They create, they, they work sure. hard, they deserve mm-hmm. some happiness. That's why you say keep your hair in you know, you just said something, you know, so you just said something that I think, and that's the amazing thing of having these kind of conversations. They open up your mind to something. You know, I used to wonder why people used to say sports is entertainment. Like, I just thought, like, football, sorry, football is entertainment. I'm like, what, you know, and wrestling, but then you realize it's actually entertainment because you realize how much people pay to go see these things. And you just put something yeah. in my head right now. Like you said, you know, the hair people, people in hair and makeup, it's not as glamorous, especially hair. It's not as glamorous as it should be, but they are also creative people because they create all of these yeah. hair designs yeah. and all of these hair looks. So yeah. they're actually part of the creative industry, even though we don't really yeah. tag yeah. them as, you know, part of the creative. So you just said something that really is, um, you know, you know, uh, thought-provoking, really. Okay, um, you know, speaking about um, that, let's let's talk about... Um, other things. I know. I know. First of all, I mean, you're married to Mr. Allen, and he's, you know, he's been your manager for years. What does mm-hmm. it feel like being mm-hmm. married to someone that um, you also do business with? You know, you, and that's you know, a lot of people are not really that lucky. I, I want to call you lucky, actually, because you mix the work and the play. <laughs> so, what it is? What does it feel like to have somebody who loves you also be responsible for your income and your business, and how you know you mm-hmm. have other people? Your goals and your dreams. Very frustrating. As <laughs> you, because, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you know what? Uh, when, 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 we, when we started business together and people used to suggest that we were dating, I said, go for a week. How can I have somebody be my boss at home my boss in the, in the office? Okay? Which I like. That was a week. Because there is no, there is no, um, there is no sense or there is no line between your, your professional life and your personal life. So say even, uh, okay, you know, I mean, my, my some of my colleagues can like 
uh, you leave the work and the frustrations of work at work, and then come home you know, to realization and put your feet up and get someone to tell you, oh, sorry, don't mind that you're here for, you know, be okay. You know, you temper your person, but this one, that is just work, we give you frustration for work. And if they come out for me, so it, it can be, you know, very frustrating. But, you know, the beauty of it is that uh, you have somebody, you have somebody who, who, uh, who has a vision for you, you know, that was given to you by the back door, that probably you yourself don't even understand. You know, and it's still to the plan. He puts in everything. There's nothing that beats having someone who someone to be in charge of your business who you know you can go and sleep. And you know that everything yeah, keeps you with keeps himself. You know that yeah, what kind of man you can you cannot buy anywhere. You know, a lot of other you know, a lot of other advantages sure. you know that come to that. Yeah. I or it has also helped me to become a workaholic. You know, three AM we are still working. You know, there is no, there is no line between business and pleasure. Everything, all joy. You know, it's it, it, it just, it's my life, and I am grateful to God for it. Hello. Hello. Yes, I can hear you. you I can hear you. Sorry. Yeah. So, so yes, I can hear you. Hello. Okay. Okay. I, I think, like I said, I think you know, it's really because it's very understand, you know, understandable when people. Um, actually use members of their families or close relatives or friends as managers and business partners because, I mean, who better to trust in business than the people who actually love you? Because at the end of the day, like you said, you know, if something goes wrong, these people also have a stake. They have an interest yeah. in the success of yeah. that business. So then, yeah. you know, they are more passionate about it and they're also looking out for your interests as well as their own interests because then it's a joint interest. So to speak, as opposed to yeah. having a stranger who doesn't know you. So they are pecks. But like you said, there you know the disadvantages really. You get out of work and you're getting back to your boss. <laughs> or your business partner you're taking the work home because you know the person is still there. So I can understand that. But I'm sure it must be you know ah, you keep it. I love really having you on the show. Okay, just before we get into, let's talk about something else. Something else. I mean, you know we we're going to get to that. I'm sure you knew we we're going to get to that. Uh, so just some uh, I was <laughs> you were hoping the time would run out. Well, I was hoping, yeah. but you know, we kinda need to touch it before we let you go. Um, you know, let's talk about it. I know that you get this question a lot. <laughs> you see, you're already laughing yeah. before I say anything. I, I'm not sure you get this question a lot. I mean we're talking about love and good love and all the experiences, good and bad. You know, and I mean yeah. you've been you know, you've been married for a while, um and having I'm sure you're having great fun, irrespective of the challenges and all of that. But there's something, and I know, and I and I ask this question because we're, you know, this is the African community, and what tends to happen is when a woman gets a particular age, they start asking her, "Where is your husband? Where, where, as in, when are you going to get married? Do you understand? They start probably you, you never marry, and the moment you marry, the next thing they're expecting is, where are the kids? Right? Now, I know that, you know, I, and of course, there are people who have different views about different things. But I need to ask you, do you mm. get that pressure a lot? Um, how do you feel? Mm. I mean, this is 13 years. What are the issues? I mean, let's talk about it because I, you might be inspiring people who are listening right now. Um, do you get mm. pressure? Do people ask you questions or do they avoid asking you those questions so as not to hurt your feelings? Or what exactly is going on right now in terms of where you are, in terms you know, being a married couple? Do you, do you care about it? Do you think about it or you don't bother about it? Do you know that you have no idea asking me the question? 
You'll be getting around this. You'll be getting around this. You know what I'm getting around this? I'm not getting, you know the truth. I'm not even getting around this. I'm saying this yeah. not just because I'm asking you a question, but I'm also saying it for the sake um, of my listeners. Do you understand? So um, there are two amazing um, people here now. I'm talking to you, but I'm also trying to make sure that my listeners understand what I'm asking. Because let's know there are people who are listening to this show from around the world who probably don't even know as is that, who are you know, um, um, coming across her, do you understand, for the first time. And so they're listening to you tell your story about love and life and this. But they all know that you've been married for 13 years, you know, or, you know and you're, you don't have a child. And they may not understand the African community as well, because in the Western world, it's not really a big, I mean, there are people who care about these things everywhere in the world, but there are some people who live, they, use, they live a very different kind of life. Do you understand? But we, we have the family. It is, okay. I've gotten to a point in my life where most people don't even remember, because um, okay. if you come to my house right now, if you, if you, if you come to my downstairs family right now, how many... There are how many kids watching TV this late? You know, I've been able to, um, well, honestly, you know, I, I, I'm sure you heard them earlier, you know. Um, yeah. So I've come to a point in my life where a lot of people do not remember. I, I have grown okay. um, also to the a point where I don't remember. I, I, okay. I, have, I have adopted kids, actually. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. So I mean, so I I am not um, I do not lack that kind of attention. You know, I do not lack that kind okay. of love in my life. I mm. I think probably life itself has prepared me for this because I remember when I was smaller, probably when I was in secondary school, I mm. used to say myself that if I had this kind of problem, I was not going to be the kind of person that would be jumping from pillar to post looking for solutions. Uh-huh. You know. sure. so, um, so most of the time, when I do remember, that is what I remember. Like, look, you have promised yourself that you were not going to, I was not going to lead a miserable life. That's true. That, yeah. um, you know, I wasn't going to be desperate, and neither am I going to be sitting around looking that uh-huh. I was going to deal with it, you know, the best way I could. Uh-huh. So um, I, uh, in, in the early days, I used to avoid anybody that was going to raise the topic or that was going to you know, make it an issue. Absolutely, of course. You know? Yeah. So, and so and I think it has just become part of my life. So, I mean, it, 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 there are lots of challenges. There are lots of things that come day to day. People ask you questions. Some, some people say, so this is our, for, for the love of you, say things that hurt. So people are for the love of you do things that you know. Mm-hmm. But I I have I have the truth is I I just discovered this night that I have lived my life with a steady partner and that is God. Mm-hmm. He's been with me throughout. He mm-hmm. listens to me and he speaks to me and as well and he knows what to say to me at every point in time in my life. So he 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 tells me things when I need to hear them. And when I hear those things, those things I hold on to them because if God tell me that kind of thing, who who else? Uh-huh. Every time I reach any talent or finding any issue at all, especially concerning that matter, he talks sometimes uh-huh. when he knows he knows that those things 
are going to come. Those hopes are going to come. Those challenges are going to come. You would have spoken to me a week earlier and equipped me with what mm. you do with me or the, the, or the circumstances. So I, I, have, I have had God in my life being my partner and taking care of me and my emotions and everything. And you don't, mm. I, I don't know what to say, but that's how it's been. But like I said, no, I, it's, 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 mm-hmm. people, I don't even remember. And some people, most of the people around me don't even remember. <laughs> no, I, and I can imagine that, I mean, there's so much life happening around you. I mean, I mean, first of all, you, you are very lucky. And, when, you know, just listening to you say the things that you're saying, I say you're very, very lucky. And I say that in so many ways. Mm. I mean, there are things that happen to people. I mean, sometimes you have a, even if you have a child, you have a child and then your partner disappears. <laughs> your force is raising a child by yourself. So people still experience mm. all sorts of challenges irrespective of, you know, those are the, I have a friend, and why am I saying this? I have a friend who also is being, you know, he's been married for a couple of years, I think, um, but maybe it'll be eight years, nine years now. And, you know, they haven't had a child as well. And, you know, I've only had this conversation once, and that once was enough. And he said straight to me, he said, you know what, I don't care that my wife hasn't had, you know, doesn't have a child. And I'm like, and, and I understand that. You know, he was like, look, we're here to be companions to ourselves. We're not really here because of cares that you get. And if they come, fine, they come. If they don't, they don't. You know, I'm here. I chose her for her. Jonas and everything else is extra. So it's nice to see that there are people who have this kind of sentiment, especially in the African setting. Because even if, you know, you don't care, the man doesn't care, there are other people who know how to put external pressure on the partner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, but, no, but I'm going to give you the things that I have, I have, mm-hmm. I, I always say that I have the best in-laws ever, ever far as an ever. No, none of my in-laws have ever far maybe can issue. Ever, wow. You know, when I use and I, and I, I, I say that with a lot of emphasis, yeah, never made it an issue. So it's it's because if you if you some of the people that have had problems with that, you will realize that mm. you know, the the email make it easy. It's the email. Right, like external pressure. Mm. No, no. My, the only kind of if I the only kind of pressure I ever have is for my own family, my own extended mm. family. Can you imagine? <laughs> and, I, I have, and I have done a lot to avoid them. And so it's only in recent times that it asks, ah, why are you vibing as, well? as long as you can stay off that topic? We will be friends. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what, Asuna? Let's do something. Let's do something. Let's, let's, do, something. let's do something. Let's do something quick. Uh, you know what? Uh, I'm very. I'm itching to play something, and this is a song. I mean, this is a song. Love without language. If I love with language, sorry, yeah. not love without love with language, right? Love without language. Love without language. <laughs> love without language. It reminds me of a movie, and very yeah. old Nigerian film, Love Without Language. Okay, you know, what? let me play this for the listeners. If you're just listening, if you're just tuning in, this is the English external pressure. No, no. My, the only kind of if I, the only kind of pressure I ever have is for my own family, my own extended family. Can you imagine? So, and I, I have, and I have done a lot to avoid them. And so it's only in recent times that it asks, ah, why are you vibing as well? As long as you can stay off that topic, we will we'll be friends. <laughs> okay, you know what? Let's do something. Let's do something. Let's let's do something. Let's do something. Let's 
do something quick. Uh, you know what? Uh, I, I'm very. I'm itching to play something. And this is a song. I mean, this is a song. Love without language. If I love with language, sorry, mm-hmm. not love without love with language, right? Love without language. Love without language. <laughs> love without language. It reminds me of a movie and you very yeah. old Nigerian from Love Without Language. Okay, you know what? Let me play this for the listeners. If you're just listening, if you're just tuning in, this is uh, Love Without Language. But I do that.
we're back, and that was a beautiful song by our guest, Azizat. It's called Love Without Language. Oh, my God. I thought it, you know, the instrumentals were you know, really, really, really cool and all the Okay. Okay. Let me not blow my own. Let me not um, blow my... <laughs> let me not spoil my political career, you know, trying to actually sing right now. Hello, Azizat. Hi, you there? <laughs> Yeah. Yes, I'm here. Let let me. I was about to hold it too. That I was like, no. Let me just pause. I'm not going to embarrass myself on on international radio. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to sing. I, I mean, that's a beautiful song. Love with... <laughs> I only sing in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I only sing in the shower when I'm really bad. That's the only time I sing. But that's a beautiful song. And if you're just I tuning mean. in, this is still the Naked Talk with Alex Okorji. And I do have on the show with me live. Um, Multi, multi-talented. I always have to add the word multi. I forget to add it. Multi-talented because she's not just a singer; she's an actress. You know, she's featured in a couple of movies. She writes. Uh, what does she? She does everything: poetry, songs, articles. She's a publisher. She's a, you know, all in all, you your portfolio, your resume is like this big. I don't even know where to start from. But I mean, the first thing we know is that we know she's a singer. <laughs> And, uh, you know, just before we get off the show, but let, let, let me just ask, I need to ask a couple of things. Let me ask you this. Um, just one question. You have really okay. Nubian feel, you know. I was going to ask you something. What would you say is the favorite part of you? What is the what is the thing you love the most about yourself? Uh, I don't want to sound preachy, really, but... Um, 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 I, I, it, it, might, it, will be, it will have to be my love for God, really, because I, it's taking me you know, through things. And then, of course, my love for simplicity, you know, and I, I guess it's my love for God that makes me want to, you know, always, you know, I just try to look for the simple simplicity in everything, you know, try to, yeah. you know, find you know, to try to break it all down, and then it, it helps me to just move forward. Mm-hmm. Okay, speaking about song, let's speak about love for music. What would you say is your favorite song at the moment? What is the song that you can't get enough of? You're listening to over and over and over and over and playing so much right now. God will. No, in recent time. What? God will. Okay, God will yeah. by. Uh, Currently, currently, Bello. Uh, okay, okay. Um, it's not okay. For the, Let me. It's not, it's not for the preach. It's not for the gospel angle. He's not the swag. The the boy is just too cute. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let, let, if there was, if there was one thing that you could change about yourself, what would it be? Oh, okay, okay. Listen. <laughs> Lateness. Okay. Lateness. I said lateness. <laughs> yeah. So you're, you're like, yeah, you like, yeah, try to be like me. More closer. Yeah, okay, okay, then. Okay. I, I, no, the only thing I, I, I get, I get group members. <laughs> the only person I don't go late is work, but every other thing else, I'm like, um, okay, but if I was late to my own wedding. <laughs> okay, I well, uh, I think, I think we actually, I, I was too. <laughs> so, I, I'm with you. 
on that. You have a kid, kid. Oh, no. Yours was in hours. Hey, okay, no. I think you advanced. <laughs> you're, you're, I, I, advanced. Let you I left the venue before I changed. I first went to lie down. They were all there with me. Are you kidding? Then took my time back. <laughs> now started the makeup again. So you can know ah. the amount of lateness I'm talking about. <laughs> Oh my God! On your wedding, and your husband didn't leave. Hey, he's such a he's a very patient he man. He has to be very. Too much. <laughs> oh <laughs> God! Happened, oh God! Too much Okay, just you know, just before just before we you know we wrap the show for today, if you were going to write um the story of your life, you know your autobiography, what would you call it? What would you call the story of your life? What would you call it? Uh, <laughs> I, I, I have to think deep on that. Um, a lot of things come to mind. Love without language, love that's club, you know. Um, queen of love. And uh, not uh, You know, a lot of things. Uh, I am, the truth is, I have different things so. to my personality. So, you know, I don't know. I, I I have to think about it as a week later. Okay, okay, fine. So we can we can get that later. We can tweet about it later, definitely. Okay, just before we, I know I keep saying just before. One last question. One last question. Um, one last question I before I let you. Extra time. I'm enjoying myself too much. <laughs> Here I am feeling sorry for you. I mean, we still have some time to go, but I just, I know it's been pretty late. I mean, we're broadcasting late here, but it's early everywhere else in the world. Uh, but let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. If you were to do it, what would it be? If there's something you could learn to do, what would you love to learn to do? What, what would I? If you could learn anything right now, if there's something that you're dying to learn, I mean, there's something, anything that you could learn to do right now, what would what would that be? No. What did you say? Learn law. I can be more, you know, be law. more intended. Law. Oh, really? Law. Law. Oh, L-A-U. Wow. L-A-W. Law. Oh, L-A-W to be more intended with the law. Yeah, oh, wow. so when your dad is speaking some kind legal, whatever, <laughs> I can I can understand. <laughs> okay, so is this, are we not talking like intellectual property law, or are we talking about civil law, or what law are we talking about? Any law, Shan? No, it's not intellectual law. property law. Intellectual property law, exactly. So we can fight for the rights of people like us, content producers and, you know, mm. uh, kind of songwriters. Right. Okay. Um, just uh, let me, if you were, I know that you, you're, you're, you're an actress as well. Because <laughs> you get to start and you, you, you know, worked on a certain project. If you were to cast yourself in a movie, in a romantic, not just a movie, a romantic movie, mm. because now we're talking about the Queen of Love, mm. in a romantic movie that has something to do with love, who would you love to cast yourself against uh, or with as your love interest? Sorry. Um, you can name one in one Nigerian. <laughs> oh my God. Where's your husband? That's <laughs> Desmond Elliot, oh my yeah. God. Okay, so Desmond Elliot. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Oh, you, you just know how to pick them. 
I'm Brad Pitt. Hey, God. You just know how to pick this. <laughs> okay, so you would cast Desmond Elliott, Nigerian actor, and Brad Pitt, Hollywood actor. Hmm. <laughs> okay, I think we just lost uh, our guest, but it's been a pretty interesting conversation with Azizat. And, you know, she's been telling us a lot of things about love, her perception on life, her spiritual beliefs, and, you know, just um, a lot. Basically, you know, it's been really interesting just talking to her and uh, getting to know her a lot more um, as regards, you know, her perception, you know, her life and her marriage. And then, yes, we we did eventually talk, had that conversation about what it feels like to, you know, be married without a child, especially for 13 years. And like she said, you know, she got into a point in her life where she's accepted that fact and where she's dealing with it. And, you know, she doesn't even remember and she forgets it. Anyway, um, if you're just tuning in. This is still the Naked Talk with Alex Gurdjie, and we've been having such a great conversation. Uh, you know, how about we take a quick commercial break, and we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Naked Talk with Alex Gurdjie. You're listening to the Naked Talk. It's so uncensored. She keeps it real. You're listening to The Naked Talk with Alex Okoroji. Okay, we're back. If you're just tuning in, this is The Naked Talk with Alex Okoroji. And yes, this is Duchess. Of straight talk, and I've been having great conversation with my guest. As is that, you know, we know we do it in Nigerian. When I'm having conversations with you know uh, my people, you know, we just have great fun. And she's been really interesting. Um, no husband, basically. She told it like it is. You know, she's sharing, and you know, she's one of the sweetest, you know, simple people that are very, very simple, extremely simple. And it's just really nice having a great conversation with her. I would talk quite about talked about quite a lot of things, and I think things to learn. You know, she did tell, share with us how she's been able to sustain her relationship with her partner for 15 years, and how it can be complex having to be married to somebody who's also a business partner, who's also involved in your business. Because I mean, he's also her manager, and of course, they have series of businesses to get a you know that very bond. So you get back home and it's the same person, and that can be really, you know, um, tiring. But at the same time, you know, they're perks to, you know, working with somebody who basically has your interest at heart. And so it's been pretty interesting, you know, just talking and getting to know her outside the singer. Uh, and, uh, yeah, well, um, if you just tune in, um, you know, it's been an awesome show. And I'm looking forward to Friday Radio Special with our guest, uh, very, very interesting guest. Uh, there's going to be a lot of inspiration on Friday because I'm going to be having Maxwell Ivy Jr. Maxwell Ivy Jr. is someone um, is pretty much known as a blind blogger. You know, he's a completely blind blogger, author, business. Um, he's a businessman, 
and um, of course a motivational coach. And it'll be interesting to talk to talk with him, you know, and just find out how possible is it that a blind man actually blogs. And there are a lot of people who, you know, are not um, disabled in any way, who have everything working, and they lack the inspiration to go after their goals and their visions and their dreams. And to have such, you know, such a man who is completely blind be a blogger and email and type and write a book and all of those things. It'll be interesting to get into his head. And so I think that's we're going to be having a conversation about leading, you know, out of the darkness into the light with Maxwell Ivy Jr., otherwise known as the blind blogger. So I'm going to ask you guys, make sure you tune in, tune in on Friday radio special and listen to this great conversation. And, of course, we have more great conversations, you know, the next week. I'm definitely going to be talking to um, the CEO and founder of Rise Regardless. Uh, Monique Combeck, and just so many more, you know, so many more conversations. If you want to find out more information about upcoming shows, make sure you go to my website, www.alexsecurity.me, and click on radio, and you can check out, you know, upcoming shows and how to be a guest on the show if you want to be on the show, and, you know, just all of the things, you know, all the information you need to know about the Naked Talk, and giveaways, of course. And we'll be having giveaways soon. Next, you know, the next show will definitely have a giveaway. Um, well, if you're just tuning in, this is still the Naked Talk with Alex Accurge. Don't forget, um, I'm the queen of naked expression, and it's all about empowering your mind and promoting a, um, expression and a presence of mind. And you can visit my blog, www.alexaccurge.com me and click on blog <laughs> that's the easiest way to find it and click on blog and uh, check it out of course you can visit my online store as well make sure you click on store uh, this is the alex Security on- online store uh, for great mind essentials my book podcast album um, name it talk therapy and talk therapy ask alex talk therapy is still available available every friday to sunday yes you can visit my booking page uh, just go to my official website, www.alexacurity.me, and click on Ask Alex, and of course, click on Booking page, and you can book to have a, a talk therapy session with me. Of course, I do free advice Friday, every Friday. For 10 minutes, you can get talk therapy, and we can, you know, get some clarity calls, and you can get clarity on your purpose, your vision, do you want to talk, do you have a business idea you want to talk about, or you just need um, clarity on your relationship, or a business strategy, or you know, just a listening ear, someone to talk to and here to listen to you. And, of course, I give you my opinions. I have a lot of them. I'll let you know what I think. I'll share my thoughts with you, that's for sure. Um, well, it's been a great talk Wednesday, even even though I've been in pain. My sister is back. I have to go to the dentist soon. But, yeah, it's been awesome chatting with you. And um, thank you. Uh, you know, I'm grateful to my guests, even though we lost travel midway. I mean, we did have a great conversation, and there's so much to peek and so much to learn. But, um, hey, guys, no, remember that uh, um, expression is a sign of strength and not weakness. And it's, you know, all about, um, you know, you need not apologize for who you really are. Um, it's okay to express yourself and um, feel free to be who you really are. Uh, yeah. Anyway, until we come back, same time, 9 p.m. GMT. 9 p.m. GMT, check your local time zone. Uh, if you're in Africa, if you're in West Africa, it's 10 p.m. WAT. Yeah, just, you know, we're back again, Friday radio special, and I think I'm mumbling. <laughs> uh, as always, remember that I love you for listening. Mwah.
Talk with Alex Okorochi. 